Previously on Smart Mobility, today we focused on EVs, AVs, air taxis, and surgical robots. This week's stories focus a lot on EV charging, EV legislation, with states and politicians weighing in, satellites cleaning the air, robots watching videos, and more nature-influenced drone design. You've got something to say, and we can help you say it. Detroit Media Productions is here for your audio, photography, and video needs. DetroitMediaProductions.com Hi, this is Cindy Polakowski. EV maker Rivian is the latest to announce that it will join the Tesla charging network. Following announcements from GM and Ford, the Rivian announcement represents another step toward adoption of Tesla as the industry standard. Current Rivian vehicles will need an adapter, but vehicles manufactured beginning in 2025 will come with a Tesla charging port. Tesla refers to its own network as the North American Charging Standard. The shift happening is a move away from the CCS connector developed by the Society of Automotive Engineers. In another sign that the new standard is coming, Texas will require that all state-funded charging stations have the Tesla North American charging standard. According to reporting by Reuters, the Texas Department of Transportation says that the requirement was prompted by the recent announcements from Ford, GM, and Rivian. Fast chargers in the state will still need to have a CCS connector to obtain federal dollars. The U.S. Department of Transportation has earmarked up to $7.5 billion to fund high-speed charging stations on highways. While the federal program requires the inclusion of the non-Tesla CCS connector, states are allowed to add their own provisions as long as they continue to abide by the federal rules. In China, Contemporary Amperex Technology is planning to start production of a new kind of EV battery. The company says that their semi-solid-state battery will have an energy density of up to 500 watt-hours per kilogram, twice the energy density of the current EV batteries. If the new battery lives up to these claims, EVs will travel much greater distances between charging. The same battery technology is expected to power electric passenger aircraft, bringing increased and cleaner power to flight. According to the BBC, air travel today accounts for 2.4% of all global emissions. Most of us think about our vehicle's efficiency and affordability in terms of miles per gallon. The more, the better. In the U.S., the Environmental Protection Agency has published vehicle MPG ratings for 50 years. But without burning gallons of gas, what is the metric that assesses the efficiency of an EV? And how do you compare an EV to an internal combustion vehicle without coming up with some apples and oranges scenario? According to the EPA, The MPGE metric, which stands for miles per gallon of gasoline equivalent, will be a reasonable way to compare vehicles using different fuels. But what is that? The EPA has found a conversion factor that translates a kilowatt hour of energy into the heat energy produced by one gallon of gasoline. That factor is 33.7, a standard number of energy content, making sense out of the MPGE rating. The higher the mileage, the greater efficiency of the vehicle. Hitachi Estemo is helping OEMs drive toward sustainability with their electrification technologies. Learn more at am.hitachiestemo.com. 
In the U.S. Senate, a group of Republicans introduced legislation this week that would disallow regulations that target gas-powered vehicles. The proposed law is called the Preserving Choice in Vehicle Purchases Act and would prohibit the Environmental Protection Agency from issuing waivers to states seeking to ban or limit internal combustion engine vehicles. One such example that the senators are working against is California's Clean Air Act. This law lets the EPA give California the ability to implement stricter emission standards than the federal government. The proponents of the legislation argue against banning tailpipe emissions, favoring EVs, and putting an undue strain on the grid. Interestingly, one of the most well-known Republican politicians is in a state that just announced progress in the development of AVs. In Florida, the Department of Transportation and Florida's Turnpike Enterprise hosted a ribbon cutting, marking the launch of the state's first self-driving testing facility. In development since 2017, SunTrax will allow researchers at Florida Polytechnic University to test autonomous vehicle technology. Governor Ron DeSantis announced the Moving Florida Forward campaign at SunTrax earlier this year. He also signed a 2019 law encouraging the development of AV technology at the SunTrax 475-acre site. The project was funded by tolls collected from the Florida Turnpike Enterprise. The coming of AVs brings promises like increased safety and better use of roads. It also turns upside down the ways that the accident insurance works. For example, the varied levels of autonomy bring with them different considerations when thinking about who or what to insure. One of the more interesting considerations is the difference between driver liability and product liability. When an accident occurs in a vehicle driven by a person, the liability is personal and is based on the idea that people need to drive safely, follow the rules, and avoid actions that result in injury or damage. However, when an AV gets in an accident, the focus may instead involve product liability and focus not on driver error or bad judgment, but on a faulty AV system, bad design, manufacturing defects, or a failure to warn when safety is compromised. Liable parties in these scenarios could include third-party designers, software developers, and those involved in the development of AV infrastructure. We will be right back. I'm ready. We will be right back. I'm ready. I can give it a go. Presenting. I did. That's why it makes no sense. Okay. With the largest gig network in the country. Comcast Business has the technology solutions to future-proof your network. Issues with polluted air, often disproportionately impacting the poor, may soon see promise due to a new satellite. TEMPO, which stands for Tropospheric Emissions Monitoring Pollution, has technology that may generate the data needed to help clean the air. A joint project of NASA and NOAA, TEMPO will measure pollutants including ozone, nitrogen dioxide, and sulfur dioxide every hour across the United States. That frequency of reporting will better update air quality guides with timely and location-specific information. A team from Carnegie Mellon has built robots capable of learning new skills, 
And here is the headline. They learn those skills from YouTube. Well, not really, but they are watching videos of humans performing them. The Visual Robotics Bridge, or VRB, method requires no human oversight and teaches new skills in about 25 minutes. As an example, robots were taught how to perform simple household tasks like opening drawers and picking up knives. The robots successfully learned 12 tasks during 200 hours of testing. In addition, the process trains robots to perform tasks that are not specific to an environment, meaning they can repeat the skill and do the required job, no matter the setting. Biomimicry is a long-established approach where scientists try to repeat what they see in nature when working on engineering projects. So drone engineers have long been fascinated with monarch butterflies. These very light creatures annually complete one of the longest animal migrations on the planet, flying more than two months and up to thousands of miles, reaching as far north as Canada and as far south as Mexico. While scientists' focus has been on understanding changes in monarch metabolism, their appetite for flower nectar, or the shape of their wings, a new study suggests that color plays a part and that the colors on the monarch's wings might influence its capacity for endurance flight. The idea is that a force called solar heating is at play. During very long flights, the butterfly relies on solar energy to maintain optimum temperature. The vibrant colors on a monarch wing include black areas that absorb sunlight and convert it to energy, while the white areas prevent overheating. The resulting heating patch around those black areas is thought to enhance flight performance, and for that reason has the attention of scientists working on the next generation of drones. Read these stories and more at globalautomobility.com and subscribe to Smart Mobility today on your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to receive our weekly newsletter and follow us on social media at Smart Mobility Today. Produced by Detroit Media Productions, this is Smart Mobility Today.